it was so much fun to listen to you talking about collaboration and actually get to listen to you talking about collaboration with your family members, your your colleagues, your fiancés, your parents. What a great smattering of the extended network of everyone that I got to hear. Thank you for doing that. So I wanted to review the kind of some themes from collaboration. When I listened to your dialogues, a lot of it was about um, the stress that happens when you're working in groups or small groups and the dynamic isn't excellent, like somebody takes over or somebody doesn't pull their weight. So that kind of collaboration isn't, that issue and that kind of collaboration isn't really different now than it was in the past, except technology can allow you to track communication and participation so that you can hold people to account much better. So I have examples of that with wikis. I'll see if I can find one of the videos where I've already recorded about that. That's a pretty cool thing that you can do now where you can, you can, so the way I do that is if you're going to have um, small groups collaborating, and this would be for, you know, this isn't for little kids. This is for, you know, I'd say fifth grade and up. You let them know ahead of time that they're going to both self-assess and they're going to peer assess on their participation in the group. And you define for them what the terms are, what will good collaboration look like? And then you have them self-assess. That's what I've done for you guys, right? So every week in your learning team, you're supposed to be self-assessing on if you did a good job. Did you show up on time? Did you make it easy to connect? Did you have your readings done? And if because I had you record your scores in a place that everyone in the group can see, you could all cheat collaboratively. You could decide, let's just say we all did this, but we really didn't. But probably you're not going to do that. Probably, as you mentioned in your, in your own post, it's not everyone who wants to cheat. It's just one person that wants to cheat. And because it's public now, everyone can see the scores that you're giving yourself. It's uncomfortable to lie and cheat when the other people are doing the work and you aren't. So that's one way to do it. Another way is you have people fill out a survey. And I can show you how I've done this if you want. But So they self-assess and then they evaluate the members of their group. Then you get a spreadsheet. We really have to do spreadsheets. And so then you get a spreadsheet and you um, um, sort the spreadsheet so that every all the groups get together again. And you can easily look at the numbers and find out who the slackers were. Then once you find out who the slackers are, and that is going to be typically only 5 to 15% of the class. If you've done your work, so if you've done a good job of structuring the assignment, which is really about complexity of the task and accessibility for each participant. You need those two things. The task they're doing together needs to be complicated enough that it's worth collaborating. 
And then at the same time, you have to make it so that each person, given the skills and background knowledge and cognitive skills and dispositions they have, can participate. If you've figured out those two parts for the group, then the amount of slackers in any given population is really going to be not that big. It's like 5 to 15% who are just not doing what they're supposed to do. And so if it's more than that, if you have like 50% not participating, that's your fault. Like something in your design is not good. And that's in general. Like if half your class is off task, that's a curriculum issue. That's an instructional issue. You're boring or you're too hard or um, you're not relatable enough, something like that. That probably sounds harsh, but it's just, I just don't see any benefit to not being honest. So let me know if you think that's way too harsh to say. But I've been in that position. I'll say I've been in that position. And it just like, you just have to realize like, okay, half the students failed the test. That's my fault. Like if, if you just didn't get through to them, if it's more than five to 15%, like something's wrong with what you did. Anyway, so once you know who those five to 15% are, then if they collaborated via technology, like a wiki or a Google Doc or something, you can go into the history and prove that to be the case. But usually you don't even have to do that. Then you give them a grade that's related to their effort and you talk to them about it and like have them really work on it and think about it. So I would love to say more about this, but that is long enough. So thanks for your thoughts and ideas. And next podcast will be about the new kinds of collaboration that can happen, happen with technology. Thanks for listening. Get out there, make a difference.